said it before, don't work for money. Like don't chase after money, chase after purpose. Because I was make, I got everything that I asked God for, but every God thing isn't a good thing. Everything that God gives us doesn't necessarily mean that we need to take it. I'm Audacious Adri. I'm inching closer to my mid-30s and my knees couldn't agree more. I live in LA, my depression is cured, and I'm trying my hardest to find free parking. Let's navigate through our spiritual, physical, and mental health so we can live our best lives, yeah? Well, 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 we are here. Oh my gosh, back like I never left for 3.4 months. (laughs) Don't tell anybody, but yes, we are back and we are black. Welcome back to the Audacious Adri Show. And I'm your girl, Adri, where we talk about all things mental, physical, and spiritual health so you can what? Live your best life ever. Now, y'all, you can follow me on the social medias okay i'm done taking a social media break for three months i am back you can find me on ig as audacious adri show you can find me on youtube as audacious adri show and you can find me on twitter or as should we call it the app formerly known as twitter as audacious adri okay i'm not on threads yet because like I don't really know. I want y'all to test it out and like see what it's like. I've said it before. I am not an early adopter. I like to make sure, you know, I like to test the waters first. Like I want to make sure that like it's not stealing my identity. I want to make sure that it's not taking my fingerprints and my blood type and selling it to NASA. Okay. I just want to make sure it's safe out there. And I also heard that like when you join threads, if you like want to get rid of it, I believe it deletes your Instagram. I don't know if that's true. Let me know if I'm tripping or not. But that's what the girls are saying. And like, although I want to delete my Instagram like every other week, I want to make that choice on my own when I feel like it. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know what's going on over on Twitter. It's a hot mess. People are trying to pay for blue checks now. And it's not even called Twitter anymore. It's a hot mess over there. But I love Twitter still. Like, I definitely still use it. So y'all can find me on there. I get the tweets off. It's really, really ratchet over there. So if you want some laughs and and a little bit of a little bit of laughter for my mental health, then you can follow me on that. Okay? Well, oh my gosh, we have so much to catch up on. There's just so much to say. I think my last episode was in May. It is currently August. Okay, so my last episode, just in case you're like, just in case you know this is like five years from now and you wanted to like binge my episodes, like wouldn't that be nice? The progression of Adri. Um, the emancipation of Adri. If you get that. If the girls that get it, get it, right? Um, let's see. So the last time I podcasted was... May 2023. It is now August 2023. It is nearly the end of the month. We are in the middle of the month. So it's basically Christmas. So it's been a long time, a long while. And there's just so much that we need to recap on. And y'all already know if you're a listener here, you already know that I'm pretty long winded. So I'm going to try my very best to kind of recap in like 
50 minutes. I don't know. Y'all know. If you listen, you know that I'm like, oh, I'm, I really don't want to try to take up most of your time. Like, this is how preachers do. And it's like, it's very triggering. And the fact that I'm doing it, like, it's just, I'm throwing up in my mouth. So we're going to try to keep this real short and cute. Y'all pray for me. But I'm going to recap and just kind of let y'all know where I've been and what I've been doing. So let's talk. Okay, 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 okay. I don't even want to go, like, I mean, it would make sense to go chronologically, um, but, you know, it's so funny because I was leaving where I was, and I was just thinking, wow, like, a lot has happened in the past couple of years, you know, we're heading into a new season, and, like, you know, when it's, like, a new season, or it's, like, this, like, one season's kind of, like, closing out, you start, kind of start reflecting. I don't know if I'm by myself in that, but, you know, if anybody can relate. So I started, like, reflecting on some things, just, like, you know, just casually reflecting, I'm, like, dude, I need to do a podcast. I'm like, I need, like, I have not felt the urge to do a podcast. Like that's kind of why I kind of took a step back because I just didn't feel like I, I enjoy doing this. I'm always inspired. I always come up with ideas, but like, I was like, yo, I'm tired. I don't have any ideas. I don't have any inspiration. And we'll talk about that. But when I was thinking about how I felt and just reflecting, I was like, I need to podcast this. And generally, I will have an outline of this episode. Like I've said before, sometimes like the Holy Spirit will like lead me um, in a different way. And but like, generally, I have an outline and I did it. And I was like, I don't want to have an outline because I want this to be incredibly vulnerable. And I want it to be just real and like off the dome, because I feel like that's what you guys are owed, because I have really left y'all in the cliffs. Like I've been leaving y'all on the ceiling. And I really feel like I owe y'all, you know, some some content. I mean, you know what? No, I don't want to say that because that is what got me not to, to podcast. I feel like we need to do an update. We need to catch up, right? So let's just catch up. So we, where we last left off, I think it was the end of May. End of May, was I in school? I think I was heading into, I, I was, he, I think I was finishing up my first summer term so there's like you know a couple different summer sessions and I did the first one and it was like I took a like a law class and like it was low-key high-key boring but I also like low-key loved it which makes no sense like I literally did not speak into that class speak in that class until the last class and I like wouldn't shut up so I I don't know it was a very interesting experience but it was a fun season I was having a lot of fun and I moved so I moved um and that was kind of traumatic for me because I really, really loved where I lived before. I loved where I had been in L.A. for a really long time. But, you know, God opened a door, like a, a door was closed and then God opened another door, which is like a complete God moment. I don't know if I've talked about it in here. I think I have because I was moving while I was like recording, I think. And it, it's, it's been such a blessing. And I honestly love I love where I live. Um, you know, I'm not even going to take the moment to complain about the weather over here. If you're in LA and you move and you know about moving from the coast to the valley, then you only those that understand, understand. I basically moved from like, I don't even know how to put it. Like, I don't even know how to put, I basically moved from like, let's just say I moved from... Oh my gosh, I came like from, mm, I'm trying to think of like a really, cause like all the beachy places that I know, like on the East coast are like hot. I moved from like the coast of North Carolina 
to straight up, like, I don't even know. It's not a good one. Oh my God. Like, let me think, let me think, let me think. I don't even know what to compare it to y'all. I'm not really good at this, but I basically moved from like the coast where there's like breeze. It's like 75 degrees. to like literally a hundred degrees at nine o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning. So it's like, it's very different for me because I do not like hot weather. I like 75 all year. That's my preferred temperature. So I moved to a different place, but I, it's, it's actually been really great. I love my roommates. I have a cat now. I don't know if I've talked about my cat. His name, um, was, um, Paxton before, but I have, that was his slave name. And so he's got a new name. Cause you know, when Jesus, when you, when you, come into contact with Jesus, when you meet Jesus, when you meet your family, Jesus gives you a new name. Can I get an amen? Right? No, no. I just, he had a name that like, I just, it didn't fit. And so I love Disney. If you know anything about me, I love Disney. And I saw like a photo. It was, I was in between two photos. One photo was the shocked Pikachu face, and I just love that photo. And I was like, dude, he kind of looks like my cat. And then I saw a photo of, like, the digital, like, the new Simba from, like, the Beyonce Lion King. And I know I love how I'm just calling it, like, the Beyonce Lion King. And I was like, dude, that looks like my cat. So he gets the name Simba. Lion King is, like, one of my favorites, the original. (laughs) And... (laughs) And so I just felt like it was very fitting. So I have a cat. I love my cat. And he's been, he's literally my child. I literally birthed him and I'm obsessed with him. So it's been a lot. No, funny story. I prayed for my cat. I prayed for him. I said, God, I really want an animal. And I said, I don't think I have time for a dog, but so maybe God, you can give me a cat. And I literally like inherited a cat. It's a long story, but I'm very grateful. So like, that's been my life. So like, long story short, I was looking for a job. I was looking for like an extra job because I decided to take like a little break from school. And, um, when I took this break from school, I was like, okay, I think I want to work in the restaurant industry because I had some things that I wanted to do and some opportunities, um, this summer for some studies. Like I, I now do research. So I'm a researcher. It's kind of cool. Like who would have thought, Uh, that's like one of the things that I was thinking about when I was leaving where I was today. And, um, I was like, well, I like research stuff and it's like a really cool, um, thing. I'll talk, I'll I'll talk about it at another time, but, um, I'm a, a research, a research assistant and I'm helping my boss, um, do some really cool things. So I'm really pumped about that. And I also volunteer with children. And while those opportunities were happening, they were just kind of like, um, I was still interviewing. I was still, you know, going through, um, the onboarding process. I was like, well, since, you know, I'm not going to be taking a class, I'm going to have like a lot of time. So I want to get another job that way I can, you know, get the money that I need for the things that I need, dirt, you know? And so I really wanted, like I said, to work in the restaurant business because it's, you know, it's been some time, but I figured the restaurant business is good because I can do volunteering during the day. I can do research during the day. And then at night I can go and I can go and like do a night job. So I applied, applied, applied. And like for literally a month, I was like maybe like four, maybe like about five weeks. I was on like at least two or three interviews a week. I was driving all over LA on a zoom call, like doing all this stuff. Mind you, I just gotten offered a job at a uh, rehab clinic in Malibu, which I was like, I had to turn down. It wasn't the right fit, but it was literally like in a beach house in Malibu. Like, no, like, yeah, it was either a beach house or like a mansion in Malibu. And if you know anything about me, you know, I'm obsessed with Malibu and it was really, it really sucked to get turned that job down. It paid very well. 
Um, it was kind of cool, but it just didn't feel like the right fit. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I need to do what I need to do. Right. So I applied to all these jobs. Um, I applied to so many jobs, y'all. Like I applied all over town and I ended up like getting, I ended up getting, um, off of like my, it was it like my first interview. It might've been like my first round of interviews and I got offered the first job on the spot and it was like a really cool, famous place and I took it and then I just kind of realized it wasn't for me. So I, I felt like I wanted more, so I declined it. And so I ended up interviewing a bunch of other places, ended up getting three rounds with this, with a company. Honestly, that is so weird to me at a restaurant. It was like for a hostess job, three interviews. I interviewed with two GMs and like some random lady and I don't pull the race card a lot, but like, I was like, yo, do y'all make every other hostess do this? Like, it's like, it's a chain restaurant which I don't particularly love but I was like it seems like a busy like a busy um like a like a well-known restaurant and you know I would do well there and they just put me through the ringer y'all so that was kind of lame but um and so as I'm interviewing for that I ended up finding something in Hollywood I thought the interview went great yada 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 I ended up finding about it was like an open casting call and I was like ooh a casting call for us for like an event but it's like an event an event that was a restaurant for like several months and I was like well I ended up going to like another location where I thought it was and I ended up finding that it wasn't there so I was like well it ends at four. It's three thirty now. That'll give me like I, it'll take me fifteen to twenty minutes to get there, and it'll give me ten minutes to interview. I end up being one of the last people to get there. Um, my interviewer was a black woman, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is cute," and she was really cute and really nice, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, bestie!" And I ended up interviewing for it, and I was like, oh, "I don't really know how I'm gonna do, but like I'm just gonna like whatever." So I ended up um, the. Okay, I just want to say this really because I feel like somebody needs to hear this. I prayed about the, I prayed about getting a job. I ended up getting the job. It was the first interview, the first round of interviews. Got to offer the job on the spot, right at the famous restaurant. My my um my small group prayed for that, like the day before the next day I got the job. Right, I ended up deciding not to take it. So I go back to my small group. I'm like, guys, I'm back for another prayer. We need to do another round. We need to be more, I need to be more specific to God to what I want. And this is what I want X, Y, Z. And they prayed for me. And like, literally like I interviewed on a Monday, we prayed on a Wednesday, that third, that Wednesday night, I got a, um, an offer letter and it was for a really, really amazing opportunity. So basically I worked for like this famous chef who I've been watching for like years and years and years on food network and on all of these things. And his company, um, partnered with a big company and they did a pop-up restaurant in West Hollywood and I got to be a hostess there and I got to meet like a lot of famous chefs and famous drink mixologists and like people that I've been watching for like years and years and years and it was a really cool um opportunity and it was just like so cool to like be in that environment and I haven't been worked in food since undergrad so it's been a pretty long time so it was fun working in food and like being a part of a really cool event that a lot of people were excited for. And I want to say this, I had some of the most diverse, um, amazing coworkers. One of my coworkers, like won like a cooking show in another country and is like legitimately famous. And I thought that was really cool because she was so nice, like so nice. It was like, Oh, let's hang out. Like da 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 da. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like whatever. It's like, no, really cool people. Like very down to earth. Didn't know that they were like, somebody until like we became friends on ig and i know you're gonna be looking through my friends trying to figure out who it is um <laughs> good luck 
But anywho, um, so I ended up working there for some time and, you know, I will say this. Sometimes I feel like when we get, when we focus on the wrong things when we're not like, sometimes I feel, and I can say this because I will be vulnerable. I purpose, I still am a purpose coach. I still help people find their purpose. And you know what? And one thing I think is important when you do something or when you are a leader in an area, I think it's important to be vulnerable and and to be real. And one thing I've learned, I've learned this a lot from my pastors. When my pastors are up there preaching, you know, and many pastors that I had over the years, especially my pastor now, you know, when they're preaching about something, say they're preaching about for unforgiveness and they'll be the first to say like, listen, I'm struggling with it too. This is not just, I'm not just over here standing over you telling you what you need to do and you need to do this and you should do this and you should do that. Like, no, I'll, I'll be the first to say like, I'm struggling with it. And I feel like a leader is somebody that says like, no, like follow me like on this journey. Like I'm coming on this journey, you know, and you're going to come with me and like follow me on this journey. Like I purpose coach people, but I often have to be veered back on my purpose, right? Like I have a therapist and I have a life coach as well. And they 100% help me. And I have, you know, wise counsel as well that help me when I get off track, right? Like the hairdresser goes to somebody like I've worked in the, y'all I've talked about it. I've worked in the hair industry. Most hairdressers don't do their own hair. Most like occasionally, like once in a while they do their own hair, but they generally go to somebody. Most nail techs go to somebody. Most makeup artists go to somebody, right? Because you can't do everything for yourself. And sometimes it's like we, a lot of the times we can see things in other people that we can't see in ourselves. This delusions, the delulus that we have, but I, I felt like I was just like not heading in a direction and with purpose. I wasn't, I wasn't like doing things purposefully. I was kind of coming from a place of lack of where I need money. So I, I need money. I need money. I need money. Right. So what I learned in this and what I've learned in this season is like, don't, I think I've said it before. Don't work for money. Like don't chase after money, chase after purpose, because I was make I got everything that I asked God for, but every God thing isn't a good thing. Everything that God gives us doesn't necessarily mean that we need to take it. And although I love everybody there, I have nothing bad to say about my boss, the companies that were involved and all of that. I mean, it was a beautiful experience. Honestly, like I was like, I can't believe I work here. This is like so this is so cool. It wasn't the right thing for me. And one of the reasons why it wasn't the right thing for me is because I have always, I have for the, probably the past, I won't say always, I just self-correct there. Probably for the past couple of years, just through reading and studying about success and leadership and studying some of my, um, some of my heroes is to like, and my pastor actually literally just said it this Sunday, pack for where you want to go. So I have been listing out what I want my life to look like in, you know, five to 10 years. And I'm living, I'm putting into place systems for that to surpass. So that when it happens, I'm not like, Oh my gosh, like I need to go to a meeting super early in the morning. And then like, I was always a night owl. Like, nah, I'm work. I'm waking up early. I'm going to do what I need to do. And I, I want to as much as I possibly can replicate that I, the life that I want in the future. So I've been doing that for some times now. And I, when I ended up getting a job in a restaurant, like 
okay, first of all, like I'm up at like six, I try to get up at like six, six thirty every morning. And when I was working in a restaurant, I was getting home from work at like 12 31 o'clock at night. And so like, that's what, you know, getting at one getting in, getting to bed. Like I would eat cause I, well, I don't even eat past eight y'all. I generally don't even like to eat past eight. I was eating one, 12, one o'clock in the morning, get in bed one thirty, up by six. Like that's like, I was so tired. It didn't match my lifestyle. Right. I wasn't like, okay, we're mental, physical, spiritual health. I wasn't able to take care of my mental health because I wasn't getting enough sleep. My physical health, because I was eating at a, at a, at a place where it's not healthy for me to eat. It's not beneficial for my body to be eating like that. And I was so tired that I wouldn't work out. So there's like, I'm knocking out like two of the thing, two of the three things. And also I was so tired that sometimes I would miss church. I would miss church because I was so tired. That's hitting my spiritual. And you know, and I, I don't think that I would miss, like I did a pretty good job of like uh, keeping up with small group, but I wasn't able to do community. And like community is like very, very important to me. And that's actually one thing that I learned through like one of the, one of the many lessons I learned through this, like community is so important. I started to notice a difference in myself. I started, I was like literally living in a different reality. Like I was around my coworkers at my, my day job and my coworkers at my night job. And this like one is academic and one was restaurant. So like not really Christian environments, um, very secular, very like, I mean, amazing, like family loving environments, but just not like the community that I'm used to. And I like my roommate had a birthday party and I was like, I don't even know y'all. Like it was so weird. I didn't even feel like myself. And so I was like, yo, so you're hitting my spiritual, my community, my health, my physical health, my mental health. Like, yo, it's not, the math isn't mathing. Why am I doing this job for money? Oh, no, thank you. So I finally, like after literally every God showing me through a million different ways, through a million different signs, burning bushes, clouds in the sky, cranes in the sky, banners, like all the ways they can possibly tell me like every single freaking sermon for like three weeks was like stop controlling depend on the lord stop controlling things quit that job that you need to quit and like why does pastor david keep saying quit that job i'm like can he not like why is he up in my business like you know what i mean i'm like what is going on so i finally like took the plunge and i quit and today even like one of my coworkers was like oh how's the job i was like oh i quit and she goes oh my gosh like are you looking for another i was like no like, I don't know what I'm going to do about another job, but like, this is the part where I depend on God. So God is showing me how to depend on him. And I know that a lot of y'all see this um, concept floating around social media and it's called the soft life. And it's just like where you just live peacefully and you're provided for. And that may mean so many different things, so many different people like sprinkle, sprinkle and like all these people, all these like people telling people how to like do whatever i'm not even gonna get into that that is another episode for another day but like i'm truly living i'm learning how to live that soft life by depending on jesus and that is it's it's different like i'm so used to like working and providing for myself like i have an amazing family but you know i'm grown like i take care of myself so i'm learning how to not work for money and but to to have to have purpose behind an intention behind what I do and to depend on the Lord for my provision and it's been such a wild ride I mean it's been 
you know, it's been a little bit and I'm just like, all right. Like I literally, I was like, God, I pray for like the weirdest stuff. I was like, God, what did I pray for? I said, God, you know, it's all in LA, in LA you know, it is, it, you know, it was costly. I said, God, I just really want to go to some free events. And one of my coworkers, like literally the next day, you know what? What? It was on a Wednesday. It was on a Wednesday. On Wednesday, I was like, God, I really need to do some affordable activities because your girl can spend money, right? And one of my coworkers was like, oh, yeah, there's this salsa thing and blah, blah, blah. And it's free. And I was like, shut the front door. I was literally just praying for a free activity and specifically a free dancing activity because I love to dance. And I just thought that was so flipping cool that that was an opportunity. And, and like, I found out from another coworker about like a free thing too. And I was just like, God, you're so good. Like I pray for like, we can pray for like little things and God will provide. And it's just like the coolest thing. So I'm learning to trust in the Lord and you know, I, I'm not that great at it. Like I'm still learning, but God is faithful and God is good. And I want to get into something really cool that I did. So let's talk about it. Okay, so when I was leaving tonight, I was walking out and I was just like, dude, so much has happened. Like, I didn't really have the best of the day. Like, I was feeling a little like down a little bit and just thinking about some things that I'm going through. And I just, I need to go see my therapist. It's fine. And, um, I, I walked out and I was just like, you know, wow, like I can't, I was like, I can't believe that like I live in LA and I can't believe that like I'm in grad school and I'm at like a pretty decent grad school and that like I do research and like I work with kids and like all of this stuff like is happening in my life. Like where, where did this life come from? Because three years ago, during the pandemic, yo, I was a completely different person. I looked different. I acted different. I had a completely different set of intentions and goals. I had a different group set of friends. I had different routines. I ate differently. My life was so different. I had different priorities, different wants and needs. And like, this is my life. And this is like all because I chose to follow Christ. And sometimes I feel like... (laughs) Those that know me know how I get like a little like sensitive about, about age, but I sometimes because in generally in life, because I was a bit like sheltered a little bit as a kid, my parents were pretty strict in some areas. Like they were pretty cool in some areas, but like there were some areas where it was strict. And I also lived in a small town. Like there were some things that I just like didn't experience. Like I was a late bloomer and I'm experiencing them now because I like left what I knew. And I mean, I moved away with my, I moved away to Atlanta, but it was with my family and it was another, it was a, might've been a smaller town than it was before. Right. So I went from like small town one to small town two. And there were some things that like, I just never experienced because I never left my bubble. I never like went away without family or like without knowing somebody. And there's just sometimes that like accelerates your maturity. And like my roommate, like moved to New York city when she was like 18 and then moved here in her twenties. And I'm just like, she's so like good at navigating just, there's just a, there's a maturity that she has in certain aspects. That's like incredibly admirable. And it's just because she like 
had to navigate the world, right? And just had to figure it out. I mean, she lived in one of the craziest, hardest cities to live in. And she, and she went to the second craziest, hardest city to live in, right? So that kind of, that matures you. And I feel like there's been a, an, an, um, I feel like there's been a significant amount of maturity and growth that I've experienced. And, but also by like, in by the grace of God, like, God can snap his finger and you can be where you're supposed to be, where you felt like you lost time. Um, God can, can put you where you need to be. Right. So I, I'm just like, you know, I feel some type of way about being the age that I am. I'm like, dang, like there's like 23 year olds or like 20, like there's 24 year olds that are like pursuing their doctorates right now. And I'm just like, what? Like, that's like how my brain thinks about it. Like, that's how I process that, right? And so I'm just like, man, I'm not like in, I'm, I don't know, you know, I don't know if you guys ever experienced that. But like, when I thought about where I was um, three years ago and where I am now, I'm like incredibly grateful. So I've been being a little bit melancholic and just um, thinking about the past as I always do, which I need to stop doing. Um, I thought about the other day about how I was in a band, right? I was in a band like 13 years ago. It's crazy that I can like speak about things in double letters. Like that's how you know you're getting old when you can be like, oh yeah, 20 years ago or 15 years. It's like weird. Um, 13 years ago, I was in a band and I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday. Like it just kind of happened. I met these guys at, oh my gosh, where was it? It was at the heart. It was at the Marina in Rochester. Oh my gosh. What is the name of Pelican's nest? If you are familiar, um, I met all of, you know, these, these fun guys and we ended up just talking and they found out that I sang and we were in a band together And it was like one of the most amazing things that I've ever done. It's definitely been a bucket list thing for me. And I ended up doing it for a little bit. And then I ended up getting like a job. I ended up getting like, I think I got a promotion or something at my job. And I was really excited about it. And it just wouldn't allow me to have like a stable enough schedule to have a consistent practice schedule. So I ended up not doing it. And that's a whole nother story. But I just kind of like did it. And I was like, I did it, marked it off my bucket list and like, you know, moving on. So um, singing is like something that's like a secret talent. I call it my party trick. Um, And like, I probably shouldn't do that because it's like a little, (laughs) but it's, not, it's something that I like to do. Not a lot of people know that I can do it. And I'm pretty decent at it. I learned that I'm <laughs> that there is work to be done and God will find a way to humble us, right? But um I just kind of put it on the back burner for a while because like life, right? And so I was talking to a friend and I was just asking them about about music and like what that looks like and like just you know just shooting the you know whatever about music I love music I'll talk about music to anybody I don't care I'll talk about music all day so we're just talking about music and they're like well I'm doing a show and do you want to be part of it I was like what I said wait oh uh uh-huh they're like yeah come sing with me and I was like what so they asked me to sing with them and I had the incredible opportunity to do a duet with like a legitimate singer called a million um, Amelian Belair and, um, we did a duet together and at the hard rock, oh my God, at the hard rock cafe, literally on Hollywood Boulevard. And like, okay. So it's like one of those kind of things where it's like three years ago, I was in Rochester, New York, 
you know, running a cleaning business, working at a salon, and just like minding my own business. And da 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 da. But if you would have told me like three years later, you're gonna sing a duet with your friend in Mammillion, um at the Hard Rock and on Hollywood Boulevard, and you're gonna like sing a song with her, and you're gonna like do it, and it's gonna be fun. I would have been like, yeah, you're great, great. Like it's just it's just wild. So I had that opportunity to do it. I didn't really tell anybody like I don't like because that's just like because that's just who I am. Because like I get like like really sketched. But a whole bunch of our church friends and fam showed up and it was really fun. I flubbed a little bit. Like I messed up the lyrics and I kind of like messed up the melody a little bit. But you know what though? I don't care. I had a lot of fun and it was my first time on stage in like a non-church stage in 13 years. And it was just a whole lot of fun. And like even if nothing happens, like I, I'm glad I had fun. I'm glad I'm glad I did it. And I just, I want to say all that to say that, like, you never know where God will bring you if you just follow him. Like, I literally, if you've never heard my story, I did not plan on coming to L.A. L.A. was not on my books. I wanted to be a little San Diego girl. I, you know, I had the life of my dreams there, worked for a plastic surgeon, lived in a beautiful gated community and all of a sudden I, I just, I just wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy. And it wasn't because I wasn't grateful every single day. I was grateful, but I was like, there's something missing. And I felt drawn to LA and I came here and that's where I found Christ. And that's where I found my community. And it was 100%. That's where I found my school. My school found me. And this is where God has planted me. And if I, if I would have never followed my, followed that inkling in my spirit, I wouldn't think I was a Christian at this time. I wasn't even really following Christ. Um, I think I was like a little bit more agnostic because I was a little like new age then. Um, I was acknowledging that there was a God at that point. Um, But like if I would have never followed God, then like I would have never done like any of this. And God is so gracious because I do feel like God has more for me and God has more for you and God has more for us. And I think as a person who was not even thinking about God three years ago, like, and he did in three years what it would have taken me like a lifetime to heal, like the healing. Like I was in a relationship that wasn't good. I was with friends that really weren't friends. Like I had no purpose. I had no direction in my life. I was working to make money. I didn't have any kind of like intention or, you know, I wasn't making a difference. Like I mean, some people may argue that I was, but I wasn't because I didn't like, I wasn't who I am, who God is developing developing me to be. And I'm so grateful for what God has done and what God's going to do. And like, this is just the beginning. And I'm just, if you're in a season where you're like, if you just don't feel like you have any direction or you just don't feel like you have purpose in your life, I just want to just suggest that you give God if you give that you give God your attention. The Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all all things will be added to you. That's Matthew 8, 33, if I'm not mistaken. And it means um, just look, like seek, like look for God, look for God, run after God, find God and everything. And you won't have to work a job for money. Like God will supply all your needs and you get to go to work for purpose. And honestly, working for purpose is way better than working for money because I volunteer with children. And that's honestly the most fulfilling out of everything that I do. Out of everything that I do is literally volunteering to play with the cutest babies in the whole entire world. And that is a, that is a, that 
and it's like here I, here I was working for a whole freaking plastic surgeon in a really beautiful rich part of san diego i mean the most beautiful part of san diego and the most beautiful state-of-the-art office like with uh, girl y'all it was beautiful in there with the most amazing surgeon and with free botox okay and i was like i'm not happy don't even get me started in my apartment my apartment was it was like a resort like but I was like, this is not fulfilling me. Things do not fulfill us. It's really our purpose, right? And so I'm just grateful. And I want to encourage you to just to just talk to God and pray. And if you, if it's, and don't feel like you can't be like, you know what, God, actually, that's not what I want. I actually want this. And just, you know, God, I want what you want for me. You know, there's a, there's a um, scripture that says that, um, oh, you know what? Y'all already know how we do here. We look it up. We look it up. We look it up. We look it up. Look it up. We look it up. Let's look it up. Here it is. There's a scripture that says Psalm 37, 4. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Let me give you another translation because I like multiple translations how about we do what the Lord wants and he will give you your heart's desires how about we ask the Lord what he wants and how can we honor him and then he will bless you and I have been the recipient of that recipient of that I've I have I have followed God's call done what God has called me to do and he's blessed me tremendously so I just want to encourage you all. This was just like a little check-in of what's going on in my life. And I'm so grateful that you guys will listen and you guys have listened. And I appreciate just the support, especially from the singing. Like I posted, like I haven't posted my video yet. I probably will by the time this is out. But I'm just grateful for all of the support and all of like the, the congratulations and the love that I've gotten online. You guys are amazing. And I can't wait to go on this journey of purpose with you all. And I want to be there for you. Don't forget, I, you know, I help people find their purpose and become more resilient and to develop, um, the skills and strategies that you need to, to, to be successful because I believe being successful is working towards a worthy goal. And we all have the capacity to be great. We all have the capacity to do what God has called us to do. And I want to help people get to that place. I'm on this journey myself. I've been there. I've done that. And I want us to partner together to, I want us to work together to, to make it to our highest potential together. So I'm so grateful that you listen to me today and you're on this journey with me and make sure that you share and like and comment all my stuff so that the person that needs to hear this can hear this. So yeah. Do you mind if I pray for you? We can't end an episode of the audacious Adri show without a prayer. So let me just lift you all up in prayer Father God, I thank you so much for allowing me to come back to my favorite place, to this space where I get to be vulnerable and catch up with my amazing family of listeners. Lord, I just pray that you will highlight to them goals and dreams and purpose and qualities that you have um, 
that you have, that you see in them, Lord. I pray that you affirm their character just as you affirmed Jesus when he was baptized. You said, this is my son and I am well pleased. Lord, I pray that every person that hears this podcast has a moment with you, has a, has a divine encounter where you, with you, where you affirm them, where you say, this is my daughter, this is my son. And I love them. I, I, I am happy that they're here. I am well pleased with them. I am, I love them. I love who they've grown to be, or this is who that they, this is who I see them as. But I pray that we will see ourselves as you see us, Lord. And I pray that when we see those things, we change the world. I pray that we will recognize who we are and walk in the in the in the call that's in the in the call that's worthy of our call, Lord. I thank you, God, for using me as a vessel to speak to your sons and daughters this evening, Lord, or this morning or this afternoon, wherever they're listening, to encourage them and pray for them. Lord, I just speak peace over them. I speak purpose over them. God, I just speak abundance over them, Lord. And I pray that they will seek ye first the kingdom of God and your righteousness and and that all things will be added to them. I pray that no weapon forms against them prospers and any tongue that rises um, against them shall be condemned in Jesus name. Lord, I pray that they will be uh, in good health and I pray that they will have peace in their lives. Lord, I pray for their families. I pray for their careers. Lord, I pray for their finances, Lord. And I just pray that you give them strength and I pray that you will give them that they will tangibly feel your love. And, and and I pray that this will bless them and they will mark it as a place of blessing for them um, for, for, forever, Lord. And I pray that this will reach all of the ears that need to hear it in Jesus' name. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Audacious Adri Show. Make sure you follow me on all the social medias and share this with your friends. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon.